You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Hardwood Brand Podcast. It's your favorite guys, Kyle and Dorian. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thanks for checking us out. To our regular listeners, welcome back and thanks for rolling with us. On this podcast, we discuss basketball-related topics, and we hope you find our conversations entertaining and educational. If you do, go back to our previous podcast and check them out. And with that said, let's sub ourselves in the game and get this ball moving. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Hardwood Brand Podcast. You guys in the building, old man Ross, I got news for y'all. Sweatsuits and New Balances, I'm back. It's been voted. <laughs> Talked to some people off air. They want me to go back to New Balances. So, Sweatsuits and New Balances, I'm back in the building. Didn't you just buy some New Balance? Well, that might add to the reason why I switched, See? yes. But it's Sweatsuits and New Balances, and you are? D. Hill, the gift card bandit. Don't have no gift cards right now. Should I mention the gift card? I always mention when we start taping that Jamba Juice went over there. People, how many episodes have you been talking about this Jamba Juice? It's still over here. Okay, well, it's going with you. Jamba Juice. I think I got some Amazon points I can give you, too. Uh, I still got credit on Amazon. So that's... so It's you, not a gift card, though. Okay. All right. You're right. Christmas is coming. Yeah. It is coming. I'm not giving you nothing. Uh... Today, ladies and gentlemen, we will touch on just news and topics around the NBA. The season is right around the corner. We are so excited. We got preseason going on right now. And uh, we'll just let you know about some notable free agents still available out there. News we want to cover. And, uh, Dorian, I'm going to let you start it. What you want to talk about, brother? Man. Just give me just around the league. What's going on? We got preseason going on right now. James Harden is doing – one leg jump shots. I was gonna mention it because the way he did my team. I first of all, I don't even understand why he plays so many minutes against guys that are trying to make a roster. They do it every year. He had thirty-seven, seven and seven, or something like that. And they wonder why he runs out of juice in the playoffs. I, I didn't understand. He looked good though. I'm not gonna lie. He, he does have moves. Yeah, and one mixtape. We got moves. I, they mentioned too about James. They said that he's gonna go down as. The best score in NBA history. I would probably agree with that. Best score, like just hands down scoring. I mean, because you can't stop the traveling. Damn, yeah, what? I took a shot. Damn, we it's just tra- it's travel. Like, just, how how do you stop a dude that could travel? We just started the podcast, and this how you started. Amen. The bashing bus is back. It's <laughs> always gonna be back. It's not gonna be as bad as the Patrick Ewing. And it loops back to Patrick. Blame me. You were on that bus too, by the way. I was there. <laughs> Talk bad about that man. I see you, Ellen. So, James, I don't know why he's playing so many minutes. Maybe there's something we don't know. I didn't understand. I I I think, like I told you, I think it was because it was like that one and only time maybe in Hawaii playing. and they, In just, Shanghai too, you mean? Nah, they was in Hawaii when they played the Clippers. Before that, because this is their second game. Oh, they didn't play in Houston? But he was playing, they were playing like the Shanghai Knights. Yeah, so that I don't fan, know. You see, these are questions that we have for Pringles. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it honestly. I know Russell didn't play because he got like a knee. Something. Yeah, there's something. All right. right. Okay. But yeah, I I was kind of miffed by why he played so many minutes. I thought he was gonna be done after the first quarter, but he came back. I don't uh, know. Whatever. So okay, I have a question then. Um, since we're talking about minutes and guys playing a lot, the NBA wants to. Talk talk to teams about the the player uh, load management minutes for mm-hmm. players. How how do you feel about that? Or do you think it's it's going to help them, hurt them? What do you what do you think? I mean, I think it's kind of. I mean, I'm coming. I'm older, so I'm coming from a era where guy we didn't they didn't have load management. Don't make it seem like you that old. Like okay, I'm man. just saying though. <laughs> but like a, a lot of the superstars, they played when they needed to play. Right, I agree. Unless they was blowing somebody out, they didn't play. Very true. But now these guys are not playing, playing just because of this load management BS that who started this, LeBron and them? 
It's always LeBron. I don't. I can't. Or Popovich. Pop, I think it might have been. It Pop. might have been Pop. I can't confirm that it was LeBron. You talking about that? That day it was D Wade and That's LeBron. What I'm I, I think Pop is really the one that started it, and he did it on nationally televised games. It yeah. Was, there were big games, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's going to be the Spurs and the Warriors, Spurs in Cleveland, and they said, oh yeah, Pop's resting everybody. Now I get it from a team standpoint. From mm-hmm. A team standpoint, meaning that you want to have your guys be the freshest when the games really, really matter. True. Like for Houston, as you were saying, they're playing James all these minutes in the preseason. If they do low management, he might be fresher in the playoffs. That's what everybody wants to know. But then on the flip side, as a fan, here I am. Say I got to take Hudson to see one of his favorite players. Say he wants to go see James Harden play. I buy tickets to Houston versus the Clippers. Mm -hmm. We get to the game. We find out James isn't playing. You just wasted all that money. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think from an entertainment standpoint, it sucks. But from a basketball team perspective, I, I understand. I don't know. So, but we, I mean, we all we've talked about this. This is nothing new here yeah. with players resting. The NBA uh, or the team, they should come up with something, as you mentioned, for the fans. If you buy tickets to see LeBron yep. and the tickets are five thousand dollars, you paid, you went to your savings to get these these tickets, and then they decide they're not going to play. They should let player well fans know maybe forty eight hours in advance yeah. or. Here, not a, a refund is it's not going to happen. We know that, but an incentive. Maybe they say, "Hey, because of LeBron and this and that, and we understand there's a game on us. It might not be a better. It might not yeah, be the best or at game. It's like fifty percent off the or next so, purchase or something. Hey, you know, you know what? All the fan, I, I, they have so much free stuff that they could do yeah. for the fans, even if it's a shirt and a hat, a jersey would be. I don't know what they could do. They could yeah. come up with something. The NBA and these teams make so much money that, as you mentioned, you take your son to, to a game and then you find out the players aren't playing. Then you're at the game and sometimes the players are there on the bench like, in regular street clothes. Like when uh, LeBron played against the Clippers or the Lakers, he was yeah. on the bench sipping tea. Like that's yeah. that's so disrespectful. It very, it was, that was it, so disrespectful. It was disrespectful. Uh, I I think. Popovich, he's very strategic with his. Yeah. Uh, and I, I get the back-to-backs and the the three games and five nights. But the NBA, that's why they shortened the preseason. So you won't have to worry about a lot of that, you know. Uh, and all these back-to-back games, they're trying to do their best to give players a proper rest in between games. Yeah. So I don't think that it should be as many players missing games and having to manage their their minutes so we'll we'll have to see about that man and then it, i mean just you know from rumors and stuff we've seen a lot of teams saying that they're going to try to use a lot of low management now we have a term for it uh-huh. uh this season with the star players which i i don't know i'm on the fence still i got i i thought that steve kerr would have really use this to to rest steph and save him yeah and and let d just shine and let him audition for other teams because I know but they want to trade. Right. They get, they're in a new building. They got and all these expensive going. season tickets. A lot of people are not happy because they bought these tickets two years in advance and thinking they, KD was still going to be there. You had a healthy Clay. Mm-hmm. You still have Dre Dre, but you have a new roster. Eight new guys. I mean, uh, eight guys have left the team since last year. And this is a new team for real. So you would think maybe – Steph could take some games off because we know he has baby ankles. But he said he's going to play, and he intends to play all 82 games and 45 to 48 minutes every game. Should have stayed in Oakland. I know. I feel some type of way about that, too. Deep down in my heart, I know my wife really feels some type of way, but that was just that was kind of dirty how they did Oakland, man. Karma. I agree. That's all I'm saying. I mean, we already gonna, went down this road. Yeah, we're but. not going to. But I, before we get off of this, Embiid, they've been with him managing his mm-hmm. minutes for the last couple of years because of you injuries. Know, injuries. So I understand that. Yes. And they've already said that he's going to probably play around 65 games. Mm-hmm. You're cool with that. Yeah. You already know they already put it 
in the atmosphere, they already telling the fans and telling the people, hey, he's only going to put. Now, you don't know which games. This is true. But at least you know we plan to rest him probably on back-to-backs or whatever it is or games that they expect to blow people out. He probably yeah. won't play. So, I don't know. It's interesting, man. It is, man. It's it's tough, man. It is. Uh, but, I mean, like I said, I'm on the fence. I, I don't know. I see. I see. Uh, it's, it's worrisome. And just to touch on, we were talking about minutes, and now we have a lot of guys returning either from injuries or, um, you know, we got new rookies out, mm-hmm. new new guys signing with new teams. A, a standout would be Perzingis. He said that he's had a crazy diet. He's 100%. He, he feels the best he's ever felt in his life. Do you think the Mavs, are they going to make some noise? Him and um, – it's Dantage. tough, man. Uh, they're in the West, so I don't. I, it's it's gonna be tough for them. Will they make the playoffs? It's gonna be tough. Or they're just gonna stick with. I think they'll be, be a tough, solid huh? team, but it's it's like almost every team in the West is solid. They like, are. They are. It's gonna come down to the wire. Like I think from the start of the season, like you can't lose no games. It'll be like college football. Huh? Yeah, one like, two games. I got because the the. One on one series matchups are gonna matter. Like if if you lose to the Kings twice, and then you end up behind them in the standings, then that hurts you. Make it. So I think it's just gonna be tough. I mean, I I, I'm looking forward to seeing them play together Mm -hmm. because Porzingis hasn't played. He looked like he bulked up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all know what Luca does. So working out, man. And I mentioned that with guys bouncing back. Avery Bradley's lost 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Yeah. Uh, Embiid showed up to camp 25 pounds lighter. So that's just kind of DeMarcus before he got hurt. And my was boy too. Zubox looks good yeah. for the Clippers. He lost some weight. And I think that's just where the league is going. You don't have a lot of guys, big, hefty guys like we, we used to talk, Carl Malone, yeah. Oakley. And o- you don't need it. You got to run now. You got to run. Run and gun. Yeah. Run and gun. So I think that's where the league is going. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It should be very yeah. interesting. Um, I got a question for you, man. Uh, we uh, we see a lot of these guys and I, that are supposed to be 6'8", 6'9", 6'10". And then they're like, oh, dude, it's 250, but he's really not. He's, right. he's really 260 or 265. So the NBA now has implemented a rule that all the teams have to confirm the player's actual height mm-hmm. and weight. They should have been doing this a long time ago because Charles Barkley is only, what, 6'4"? Six, six, or they said 6'4". I think they said 6'3 and some change. Wow. Because I think Mike really might have been 6'5". Mm-hmm. You know, six six, right? Well, and some change, I guess. Yeah, everybody they was is, giving everybody an inch or two. They was giving everybody change. It was like six yeah. eight and some change. But how do you feel about that? Do you think that's kind of? I mean, I think it's cool. Is it gonna hurt the? I don't. I don't think it's gonna hurt anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you still got to go out there and play, Perform, no matter how huh? tall you are. Um, but yeah, it was always weird. It's you know, with the Kevin Durant situation, like they said he was. 6'11 or 6'9 or whatnot. Does he want to be shorter? I don't know. It's K- weird, man. KD's different, right? But I think that starts off all in AAU, too. Like, they be um, having these players taller than what they really are. True. Like, measuring them with shoes on and not <laughs> in 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 socks or whatever. So. True. Very true. I mean, I guess it get. Gives them an advantage. I don't know if you look in probably just, for the analytics or because we don't care. Nah, man. As long as you can produce, then no matter your, how tall you are, yeah. how much weight. I mean, I think it's funny that the NBA had to impl- implement a rule because dudes was losing it. Yeah, dudes was just coming up like, yeah, man. I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm six eight this year. <laughs> but what about last year when you were six five right, right. or whatever? You know. Uh, yeah, I think I just think it's funny that they had to. Put a rule in. Crazy. Like you said, they got to produce. So, speaking of produce, a lot of guys decided to, on the offseason, work on their shot, on their jumpers. We got a lot of dudes trying to come in. It's a different type of league. You mentioned running gun. Dudes are losing weight. Ben Simmons. Been working on the streets all summer. We've been looking at Instagram videos. By the way, on Instagram and social media, I've never seen people miss. 
when you know when they put their their videos up, it's all water, money. You're making people fall. You're crossing yeah. them over. But I don't see the misses. I don't see the how many times did you have to do that? Not right. singling Ben Simmons out, yeah, but yeah. Ben is he stated that if he's open, he's gonna shoot the three. How you feel about it? I don't think Ben gonna hit a three in the season. And here's the bash and bust his back. Wait, not one three-pointer? He's not going to hit one three the whole season. Yes, he changed his shot. It's oh, really man. slow. All you got to do is put your hand right there by his waist. He won't be able to get the shot off. Okay. If you go back and watch on Instagram and just watch how he shoot, it's mad slow. You could tell he's been working on it. It's not fluid. Okay. They said Markel Folks working on his jumper. He said he's coming for everybody in the league. They showed him he hit a five foot jump shot. It went in, but I'm like, it's five feet. Like, give me something else. Yeah, I got to see him play again. I haven't seen him since Washington. Wait a minute. He's been in the league for a couple of years. You you haven't watched you haven't watched him. I seen him make layups. I'm talking about shooting jumpers because the free throw was. Here we Awful. go. Here we go. The free throw was up there with our boy. What's my boy that from? Jarvis. Not Jarvis no, Hayes. No. The dude from Houston. It's Chuck Hayes. Chuck Hayes. That was literally the worst free throw <laughs> form I've ever seen in my whole life. And Markel Foles was right behind it. Oh, like, I, I still don't understand. Somebody got to tell me. Oh, man. You was in college and you was shooting fine. Now, all of a sudden, you got an injury and you can't shoot. Was he shooting fine in college? They wanted to make adjustments to the shot, right? Yeah. Philly, they messed him up. It was a Philly thing. Rocky Balboa out there messing people up. Meek Mill had something to do with it, huh? Uh, speaking of adjustments, Lonzo, he's been working on his jumper. It actually looked cool. Right? Doesn't I, have that additional hitch anymore. Nah, I'm at, like when I watched it, like I was looking for the hitch and it just wasn't there, so... I mean, in the video I saw when he was shooting with J.J. Reddick, it looked cool. J.J. working with him. Yeah, hey. Now, this is a funny thing. Fun fact, J.J. could have helped Markel Folks. He could have. He could have helped Ben Simmons. Six degrees of separation. All these guys. He could it. You know they used to have a little video on NBA TV. I know. Did J.J. Reddick the little. That's funny. That's how Sheree <laughs> knows who J.J. Reddick is. Because of that commercial? Yep. That used to come on every every commercial break. You could buy that and oh then just show you God. how to. I forgot what the it perfect, was. Better basketball. Better basketball with JJ Reddick. JJ, we see you still working. If anybody got a copy, shoot us one. Yeah, that was dope. So JJ is working with Lonzo, and I I like the shot. It looks like it's. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that helps him. He again, you know, he had that lean to the side mm-hmm. shot. So lean with it, rock with it. Right. So. It should help him. We'll I think see. so too. My last, this will be my last guy. We're talking about shooting people working on their game. The Greek freak. He said he's been working out with Kyle Korver. That's a good person to learn from. It's not a bad one because that really hurt him in the playoffs last year, not being able to hit a jump shot. But he has a a, a different type of gather up when he's get... slow too. Yeah, it's very slow. So, does he need to? Be able to make jump shots to succeed. Yes. Hands down. Hands down. They locked in on him in the playoffs, and Mm. he couldn't do nothing. You able to hit a jump shot that opens up the driving lanes for you. Because we all know when he gets the ball, he's going to take them long-ass strides to the bucket. He can take one dribble from half court and then dunk the ball. It's like a monster from Spaceship. This is corny as hell. From Greece to Milwaukee. Well, you said it. Three steps. It's all right. You said it. Hey, (laughs) tip your waitresses. He's here all night. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So he has to be able to make jump shots, you're saying? He has to. In the playoffs? He has to. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. Use the regular season as – you know, you getting comfortable with it. But I would definitely say that uh, he definitely needs it. Okay. Well, sure. those are just a few guys. We know behind closed doors, guys are working. Yeah. Everybody's not on Instagram and Twitter showing what they've been doing. But those are some of the guys around the league trying to adjust their jump shot or mm-hmm. make their jump shot better. And we'll see. So you guys got to tune in and watch these guys. I'm excited for Lonzo because I think 
him playing out there with those young guys, as you mentioned, if he can hit a jump shot, the confidence will help him. Yep. And he's not under he's under the spotlight, but not really on him now. No. Because Zion's exactly. the spotlight. Yep. So, you know, he's he he can just and his dad is not really saying much now. No baller brain, nah, all that's yeah, done. Yeah. He's out there wearing Nikes. You don't have to wear sh- change shoes every quarter or whatever. That's right. Or whatever it was. So I'm excited for that. That was that. tough. But yeah. So what else we got around the league, man? Um, besides these these rap beefs. Oh my god. I don't know what's going on. Why did Shaq wait so long to respond to Dame? I know Dame said something on Joe Joe Button's that was podcast. How long ago? I don't know. I don't have the exact date. It, but it wasn't like it was yesterday. So Shaq, I thought Shaq was working with Papa John's. Well, he don't have time to be coming out with rap beefs. Like I told you, like I love Shaq, but Shaq wants all the attention. Okay, okay. What better way to have people start talking about Shaq again to put out a diss track right before the season starts? That's true. I I was like, wait, what? I didn't even see it coming. I'm going to put you on the spot. You heard both songs. I know yep. Dame responded again because Shaq. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear the the first one. two songs. This is like the Drake Pusha T and Meek Mill and all it. I wouldn't go that far, but you're right. All right. <laughs> Hove and Nas. I, I, nah, I know. I, okay. it might be. I took it too far. I'm sorry. Marcus Houston and <laughs> Marcus Houston and Raz B. They had there a beef. I don't. I'm they just was, saying. They was both dancing, battling, huh? I mean, I'm not gonna discredit these guys. They're both. They both could rap better than me. Oh, me too. A lot of people. But Dame, his was at, it's like a song. Dame's was dope. Yeah. Dame has bars. Yeah. Do we give the first round to Dame? I would say so. Shaq has some heat, though. He was, wasn't messing around. Shaq, my favorite line was when he was like, take time to respond. There's no hurry. You'll never beat Westbrook. You'll never beat Curry. Yeah. It's like Shaq was going for his soul. He was, but just because Dame said that he was the best basketball rapper. Shaq had to come out with all this. Well, and he also said he wasn't really a rapper back then. And mind you, Shaq was so popular back then. Exactly. There was a different time if, I shouldn't say Chris Webber, but you know what I mean, Penny or somebody. Kobe? No, this is, I'm saying, because Kobe didn't come out rapping and doing all that. When Shaq got to L.A. and not Nick Van Exel, but you know anybody that was at there, David Robinson come out with like an R&B album or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're gonna. Shaq was popular. He had, he had a lot of different songs out, and he was doing movies. He was with the Fushnikins. Yeah, that's true. A lot of that sold because of popularity. Yeah, not not taking nothing away from Shaq, but nah, it wasn't like him. he was lyrically nah. the man. It was just like man, like there's Shaq rapping, and yeah. it's not bad. Anything Shaq kind of touches and touched at that time. Was gold or yeah. platinum, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but I don't think I don't think Dame really went like was disrespecting Shaq. I think Shaq took a little more personal, of course, and that's probably why the Shaq and Kobe situation didn't work. Uh, but or I or the penny, or the penny. It's all Shaq, man. I mean, I I like I said, I love Shaq, but if it's not about him, it worked with him and D Wade because D Wade's more reserved. Yeah, D Wade even came out and said because Dame. And one of his verses was saying, like, you know, he only got the chip because of Flash. Which is true. It is true. Very and then true. D-Wade came out and was like, oh, it wasn't just because of me. Like, come on, bro. You was out there putting in work. But D-Wade's like that. I know. D-Wade's a nice guy. And he, D-Wade, so don't put me in this. I just, I just thought that Shaq maybe was a little sensitive. I feel you. So that, that was... But we'll see if they if it carries on on October twenty second. I doubt it. Dame got to get ready to suit up. I'm saying it is Kenny or Charles um, gonna bring it up. We, we That's what I'm saying. Maybe after Charles finished a couple of donuts, he might talk about it. Then Kenny gonna say he used to rap or he could flow. Kenny always think he could do everything. Knees locked in, about to, <laughs> about to start a, a fire. Um, we'll see. I thought that was kind of cool, just stuff around the league yep. with the rapping. Um, what else we got, man? It's just stuff going on throughout the league. <laughs> I mean, we got Joe Johnson. Hey, my God. When I say he's the first player to sign from the big three? You said it. 
I'm, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I there's nobody else that got a contract from playing in the big three, right? We'll say nobody that got a, a full contract. Yeah. Uh, definitely Cube has, has done a great job with starting this league. Yeah. And it sh- Kudos. It, and it helps showcase these guys from overseas or guys that maybe got pushed out of the league too early yep. that still want to hoop. But I, I'm I'm happy for Joe. I think this is Joe is the first to answer your question. Joe is the first I, I think to sign with the Pistons and a lot of teams. He tried out for the Sixers. Yeah, I think he even supposedly worked out for the Clippers. For the Clips, your squad. Y'all got a lot of bodies yeah, at that position. Yeah, it's too many people. You got my man Shamit out there. That would that would have took away from Lou coming off the bench. Uh, everything loop back to Lou. Uh, I I think the Pistons is a it's a good fit for Joe being the two and the three. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I know Drummond is out there with B. Griff, yep. Reggie Jackson. Nobody's expecting Joe to average 20, no, 25, no, no. but just that veteran presence and yep. can talk to some of those guys. I think it's going to help him. I think that's a good fit for him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like it just fit perfectly it, you know, with their system and what their needs are. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe will come in. They're not asking him to score 20 at night. I mean, he's capable of it. But Joe could do it. Um, he's somebody just like to hoop, man. Yeah, for real. He he's just a, wanted the opportunity, and and I applaud Cube for even saying he came out and saying. I guess he was talking about Carmelo, but he was saying like more guys should start thinking about the big three as a place to showcase their talents I to agree. say that they're not done. I agree. Instead of thinking like, oh, I'm in the big three, my career is over. Let's talk about a few notable yeah, guys that still should be in the league. That or just aren't. available now that might be able to help some of these teams. Yeah. Uh, I throw, I'm going to throw one out. Amon Shumpert. Solid. I think his last team was the Rockets. Yes, because I think for the majority of last year he was on the Kings. And then he played on Houston. Yeah. The thing that hurts Amon is, the, I think, the inconsistent jump shot. Exactly. Especially when he was with the Rockets because the Ole D with James and, and opening it up. Once James gets the ball and he's doing his razzle-dazzle, 18 seconds, 19 seconds, 20, he throws it to P.J. Yep. He throws it to Eric Gordon. He throws it to it was Chris Paul, now you to be Russell. Rush, you got to rush You got to rush to shoot. He throws it to Gerald Green. Uh, and I think Amon, it was putting him in a tough situation because sometimes – he would want to dribble yeah. or he he wasn't able to just hit the wide open jump shot or just off the pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I wasn't his rhythm. It wasn't his rhythm. Everybody don't have that rhythm. Nah. It's too much. But I think Amon definitely should still be in the L. I still don't understand why the Kings gave up on him. A lot of bodies was, out there at the same position, man. Yeah, but he was he was doing well out there. They got, they got Trevor out there now. Yeah. You know? They got Trevor. I don't even know where he could land, though. I mean, because when you get to that stage, you don't want to just – I guess you want to just play. You don't want to just get out there and be on Orlando or like a Timberwolves or somebody like that. You just bash both of them teams. You did it. What about if Shumpert – and I go back to this. What about the Warriors? No? That's just – you just throwing them out there? I mean, for right now? Just because they – period. I think the Warriors need as many guys that can hoop as possible. You didn't like the the, the lineup that you saw the other night? Like, the, it was just random guys. It was just out. random dudes they picked up. Like William they Johnson, like they all forwards. Like Ooh. Alec Burke, he is hasn't been good for years. He got uh, I forgot the young dude from from Atlanta, uh, Singleton or something like I forgot his name. Alec Burke, they used to play on the Jazz? Exactly. He mm. ain't been good since he was in the dunk contest. Why would you do that? I'm just saying. Why would you do that? You're just on the road today driving that bus. I mean, they got people on their team that I, I don't even – Give me a give me a name or two. Give me, I, I know you looking at their roster. They got Steph. Yeah, they got Steph. Draymond. Okay. Clay Thompson. Okay. You want me to keep going? Keep going. Willie Colley Stein. Okay. Um, give me a minute now. Don't rush me. Looney. Okay. Kevon. Kevon Looney. Thank you. Uh, I, I need somebody on coming off the bench. You don't have nobody. Um, what's the young man's name that was shooting? Uh, that's all they need right now. 
See, like Jordan Poole, like he he's a from, from Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Alonzo McKinney, he was on the team last That's year. That's the shooter. Yeah. He's not going to win you a championship. No, no, no disrespect no, to the young no. man. Andrew Harrison. One of the twins. Exactly. And been good since Kentucky. Exactly. Jacob Evans. Who was that? Uh, he's a guy out of Cincinnati. Jacob Evans. Evans. Okay. Don't know him. Don't know too much about him. That's what I'm saying. They just got bodies to fill the roster. Don't- so, does Amon help them or just, that's just another I would think body? He, I think he would. I mean, he's very sound on defense and, like you said, if he's not rushed and he's in rhythm, he could knock down a jump shot. Defense, because Clay plays defense, right? Yes. I would I and Dre Dre does too. I would bring Shump in as a defender for your best like he I'm not saying he can hold James Harden. No, Nobody no, can. No, no. But, but he can he can guard most of the guys in the L, so then that takes away from if Steph has to guard him because right. Steph's really not a defender. Yep. Dre doesn't really have to guard him because you don't have a lot of people. They do have D'Angelo Russell, which we didn't mention. He's new. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. we forgot to mention him. Uh, that way, Shump can focus on the defensive end yeah. since you already have D'Lo and Steph is going to get a lot of shots. I don't know. I just thought that would be in the good. I mean, that's a they need I, honestly, man. I was looking at the roster the other day, and I was just like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah, a lot of, lot of like, and then this is the team people. that you're putting out there when you are opening up your new stadium again. I'm gonna say they should have stayed in Oakland. Uh, it loops back. I agree with you 100. percent We feel some type of way about that, and you mentioned karma, so I'm with you on that. Yeah. So this is I'm all them, you, all man. them people that spent all that money. They got it. It's, they, they, it's it's so ridiculous to, to live out there. They have it. The people, they have it. I think the attendance is going to drop soon. I wouldn't go for the, the traffic tra- I was alone. I going to say the traffic is going to be terrible, and then you're going to fight all that traffic to see them get blown out. You just on the road today. I'm just saying, man. You I keep just, I, keeping it real with D Hill. That's the segment. <laughs> that sound like I was on Martin <laughs> WZUP. That's keeping the, it real with D Hill. That was the segment because you. I mean, you are everything you're saying is accurate. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, man. Soulfully, Shump, we you deserve to be back in the L. Yeah. We hope. We hope somebody will pick you up, give you a 10-day, that 10-day will turn into a full contract. All right, I got somebody for you that's been out the league last year, J.R. Smith. You think he, he deserved to be on the team? Listen. Oh, boy. I'm not going to spin you. What hurt Jr. is the timeout situation. He he hasn't been the because he hasn't played since that series. Yeah. A couple teams had his contract. I think Cleveland had, but he didn't play. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, yes, Jr. is talented enough where he should be in the league. Jr., if you're listening, which you probably are, if not, go to China with Lance Stevenson. Him and him and Lance could have a ball. Wasn't he over there before? A- averaging forty or whatever. I it would was. just go, man. Whoever going. But take I know you. he has, you know, the kids and his family. Yeah. So I, I get that too. I get it. it. It's the overseas is probably a young man's game, or if you're single. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I would just take my wife with me. For sure. But we don't have any kids. and every, yeah, I, I, I For don't, sure. You I just don't. can't pick up and go when you I, got kids. So I get it. But JR should definitely be in the league. Off the top of my head, what team? He's a shooter. The Bucks. That's not bad. They need shooters. I mean, they got Kyle Corver, but why not spread the floor? You have Kyle Corver and JR. You got Middleton. I mean, three then. Middleton didn't show me nothing in the playoffs. I was very disappointed with him. That's true. That's true. Give because they lost Ilya Sova and all these yeah. other. Give Jr. a shot. That's what I'm saying. They he needs to go to like a contender, right? Like a team that has like high character. Not saying that Jr. isn't because, I mean, I listened to the podcast when you know you just assume Jr. drinks Hennessy and all that stuff, yeah, he but he said don't. he don't even drink Hennessy. He just has that rough look. It does. He has yeah. a. Just how he grew up, probably. Yeah, for sure. And we all, I mean, we shouldn't do it, but we read a book by his cover a lot. Yeah, social media controls exactly. the narrative for everybody. So, I mean, I, I think he deserves a shot. He He's an elite shooter. I Agreed. mean, very streaky, but when he's on, he's on. Hot like fire. So I, I think he should should get signed, honestly. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. Um, well, I'm going to loop back to one of your favorite guys of all time. 
Yes, sir. And and the ageless man. Still out there getting buckets from Seattle. Jamal Crawford. Any team. Do you guys pick him up? You guys the Clippers, I, w- I wouldn't be against it. But at the same time, when you look at the roster that we have, mm-hmm. he's he's the same player as Lou Williams. True. So Lou has solidified his role on the Clippers as the sixth man. That's crazy. You don't even man. want to start. Nah. Like he he's gonna be our guy off mm-hmm. the bench. Like they're they're gonna go through him. I would you bring in Jamal and have Lou at the same time, somebody's game's gonna suffer. I don't know. You send that just send all these guys to New York. The Knicks. Hey. We saw what Jamal did when he was in New York the last time. We saw what JR did when he was with the Knicks. That's also true. We saw what Amon did when he was with the Knicks. The Knicks need a lot of help too. Yeah, they gotta replace that owner first. Dolan. Spike Lee turning over in his grave. He's still alive. Yeah, you're right. My bad, Spike. He just bought the net or something for sixty nine racks. Or the something. net. Yeah, from when Willis Reed or something. I I I just scroll past. I just saw the number. Oh, and I, was thought like, he bought Willis, I thought he bought his ba- the shorts. You remember he had the high shorts? I thought he bought Willis Reed basketball shorts. Maybe. I don't he know. I just kept net. scrolling. He bought the net. For how much? 69. 69. K. Thousand? K. <laughs> That's a down payment. He could have gave me that. We could have split it. Man. For the net? It's something like that. Something from that playoff run or something. I don't know. That's the last time they've been good. It definitely Where, wasn't. Here we go, people. It definitely wasn't one, Patrick. Shh. The bus is, <laughs> the door is open, and Kyle just walked in. That's the last time the Knicks did anything. Willis Reed, my mom and dad just shaking their head because it wasn't when Patrick was on the team. Tell you that right now. I'm not going to do it. I'm done. I'm not I'm not going to do it. Uh, but Jamal. Yeah. Um. I think he definitely needs to be on a contender and not just like a, any team like he was last year with Phoenix. Though he dropped 50, but I think he, he should. He was just out there. He was just there. You go out there to die. You don't want to be out there in Phoenix. But he didn't care. He just wanted to hoop. So, But I, I firmly believe that he should be on a contending team. Now with, I guess these all these guys, as these guys agent, do you say, look, I mean, or the players – Tell the agent, look, just wait until the playoffs. You know how guys will sign yes. right before. Would you rather them do this? Or would you, if you were Shumpert or Jamal or JR, would you say, you know what? I've played so much basketball. I want to be on a contender, but I also want to be on a team that's going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? You say, hey, I want to play with the Spurs. I, I definitely consider that strongly. Instead of just hooping 82 and then you... Yeah, because you're getting older. Say Jamal, he's almost 40. He gotta be. I refuse to believe that he gotta be 40. 39. We just think about them playing, but Mm -hmm. you gotta also think about the day-to-day things that he would have to go through. Right. And say he could skip all that and just wait for the playoffs or get picked up right before the playoffs. It would benefit the team and him because he'd be fresh. He he'd be working out, and you know his body wouldn't have had to go through that grueling eighty-two game season. That's maybe something that they should. I mean, if they were smart, that would be something. If I was their agent, I would pitch that. That's a great point that you. Because I think up. Corey Brewer did that with Philly. He did last year or the two years or whatever. Like he's somebody. Corey Brewer's another one that's yeah. available, but maybe that changes. The narrative for some of the guys, like, yo, second half of the season after All-Star break, you start pitching. You see who's yeah. in the run. Yep. You see who knew, who needs what. You see, unfortunately, certain guys will get hurt. Hopefully not a, not, yeah, not yeah. a lot, knock on wood. But uh, that's when you figure out, hey, pitch to these three teams yep. instead of you getting a, a call from somebody and it's like, yeah, the Timberwolves want you. No. But yeah, I, I think a playoff team should should look into signing any of these guys. Like we got Kenneth Fareed. There's Joe Kim Noah still out there. I, and you, one thing I want to say, Fareed, I'm not gonna hold this. I think that's another one, and it sounds like I'm repeating myself. I like him on Golden State. Yeah, I rebound. Mean, he's gonna run like a deer. Yeah, 
He's going to play defense. He did well for Houston. Very when when for not for when um Nene. When Nene got hurt, but the the starter with the blonde hair. Oh, my Capella. God. When Capella was hurt, that's when they grabbed Fareed. And he was doing the same thing Capella does. Exactly. James was like, oh, I didn't miss a beat. I can do my razzle-dazzle, throw the lob or a floater. Dude was getting blocks, getting rebounds. Golden State, they can run two-man game because Draymond likes to do that, yeah. throw lobs to big guys. I would look at Fareed, man. Hey, he's still solid to me. I would. Look, uh, he's a hustle guy. He don't need to run plays for him. I would he's look just at, gonna pick up the garbage. I would look at Fareed. Joke him, no, not so much. No nah, disrespect. No, no, no. I know he's had name. some issues. Well, he yeah. was on the Knicks. Remember that was over deal. But I like I like Fareed though. I think he does. Who? Anybody else stand out on that list? Um, that you can think of. Monte Monte Ellis or somebody like that. Monte's still out there. Monte's chilling somewhere with his wife. That's police. She Monte ain't hoop. I mean, he might just be hooping for fun, but Monte is good. Luke Bamute. That's your guy. He's he solid defensively. He did well for the Clippers. Hit that open three. Exactly. He could he could possibly fill a role. Um, Raymond Felton. I think he's might be on the end. I mean, he did he, he did was play in New well, York, right? Yeah, with the he, gun. Yeah. Damn. But he played well when he was with – who was we with last time? The Thunder. He he came he in sure and did well did. with the Thunder. He sure did. I mean, the Thunder has like 90 point guards now. So. Well, they even had – because it was Russ and Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. And then, and then Raymond Felt. Felton. Yep. You're right. He did – he came yep. in and um, – There's Tyler Zeller, but I think he's on somebody's team I thought I saw. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't perform the way he was supposed to, so – and that's also what happens when you got a lot of hype dudes out of college. Yeah. Social media gas and these guys. Yeah. It's and the system too that they go to. I we always say that the system, the system. I think out of those guys that you mentioned, and I'm high on Popovich because I think player development is great. Yes. I know Murray will be back, our yeah. guy. Uh, but I think Raymond Felton might not be. I don't know who their backup guard is or that third string. Mm-hmm. Raymond Felton might not be a bad guy. To be under somebody like Pop, right, right, who's structured, yep. probably have him lose a little weight, but he can hit that jump shot. He can run a team. Yeah. That's what Pop wants. And he's used to being coached. He was there with, uh, you know, North Carolina. So that's what I'm saying. You just he, mentioned it's structured, exactly. The system so, you're in. That's a good point. That's yeah. a that would be a good pickup for them. Yeah. You know, somebody to show the young guys the ropes because it's the other guys, Derek White, right? Derek White, yeah, young guys. And White played well. No, Don't he played, he played really, well. really well. Felton's been somebody that's been in the playoffs, yep. been with a lot of these teams. Uh, I think that can help. Even just a locker room guy, just play a few games here and there. Yeah. Felton's not bad, you know. And the last person is Carmelo Anthony. Oh boy, he played on the Knicks too. This been, every, every, this the title of the damn podcast. He played on the Knicks. <laughs> um, Carmelo's thirty five right now. Okay, hasn't really played too much in the last couple years. We've seen what he can do during the summer, mm-hmm. which looks fantastic. He looks like the old Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Kind of doesn't do as well in the season as far as defense goes. Uh, he, he's never been a defender. But like I said, there's a lot of guys in the league that are offensive-minded and don't play the best defense. For me, there has to be something else with Carmelo. Do you think that the narrative of him being a selfish player has hurt him? Um. Yes. Well, first of all, I agree with you. It's something else, like the Stephen A. interview. Yeah. Starting to accept the fact that I got to come off the bench, which was very hard for me. I accepted that, and I moved on from that, right? But you telling me that I can't make a nine, ten-man rotation on this team is deeper than basketball. So when you say it's deeper than basketball, be specific. What do you mean? Well, by I that? mean that, that at my, my at my point. At that time, that's what I was feeling. Like, yo, this is deeper than basketball. Obviously, you know, this was I, – I was on a 10-game trial period. Like, mm-hmm. this is not something that just happened, mm-hmm. right? This is something that's been talked about over these first 10 games of the season. I I think 
him not wanting to change this the type of player he he is or was until last minute hurt him because people probably have been telling him, Melo, we need you to maybe make adjustments, be this type of guy. You can still score, but maybe need you to do this. Mm-hmm. You might need to start rebounding more. Not necessarily play defense, but get other guys involved. Right. And I just think he was stuck in his own ways, his his selfish ways. I, yeah, I agree. And I think, too, social media didn't help his cause. Oh, they heard him. When he said in the press conference with the Thunder last year, mm-hmm. uh, when he was like, they want me to come off the bench? Yeah. Like, that really. Because I ran with it. I love so, that one. Who, me? Yeah, that yeah. that kind of hurt him a lot because that just told a lot of teams right there. Type of person you are. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like he pretty much saying, like, Look, man, I'm Carmelo Anthony. Maybe I'm not the same Carmelo Anthony that I used to be, but I'm still Carmelo Anthony. I'm not coming off the bench. I I agree. I agree. And the thing is, and I don't know, I can't I don't know what Carmelo was thinking at that time or going through his head, but if he would have embraced even being the sixth man, that the the first guy off the bench, because he's still an elite. I mean, and then exactly. he's still an elite guy. Big time can score. First step is still crazy. Crazy six ten or whatever he is six nine you can shoot. shoot a, I don't know. We have to <laughs> when he get, hopefully he gets signed. They tell us what. I don't know how tall he is. He might be six eight. I right. think he was a problem back then and still could have been being the first guy off the bench. You mentioned Lou Lou Williams earlier. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Jamal Crawford. Those guys in their mind was like, look, I I got to figure it out. Look at longevity. And Jamal Crawford's been in the league for how long? Lou Williams. And they decided, no matter what team I'm on, this is the type of player that I am and I can help the team and I don't mind coming off the bench or being this guy. And then, I mean, not to discredit his competitive nature, but you're getting older. You're still an elite player, like you said. Mm -hmm. And if you embrace that six-man role, you're playing against – Second string, dude, and that's what I mean. You nobody you can, can kill. St- nobody can stop you. Nobody. And one other thing you mentioned about social media, what hurt him is all this training you doing, and everybody thought they was getting hoodie mellow, exactly. the hood hoodie mellow, and he was killing. Yeah, but they see that and they expect that to translate onto the games. Yeah. Mind you, he's playing guys like me and you, a couple NBA dudes, yeah. but you're playing dudes in pickup, which is different than the NBA. And you're training, and then what you're showing is not the full game. It's just yeah. the, ma- the makes. I mean, I think this summer, the guy, his trainer, Chris Brinkley or whatever. Yeah, I think Chris he, is killing, too. He's training yeah, everybody. He's uh, he's shown, shown Melo playing against some, you know, players that are still in the league. Uh-huh. Um, so... We'll see. I, I I think there's room for Carmelo to Absolutely. be in the NBA. Absolutely. Now, what team, again, I'm going to go back to what you said. We keep on saying the same teams. Golden State. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I didn't think about that. And Because this is the thing. I agree. Golden State is very good. I didn't even think about that for Melo. If you were serious about it, Golden State being who they are, I guess they're trying to figure out with these young guys. Yeah. Melo could start with Golden State. And they don't, I mean, they don't, they would actually need him to shoot. That's what I mean. And he would love it. I would make Melo the four. Yep. Dre the, the three, but switch on defense. Yeah. Allow Draymond to guard the four because we know Melo yeah. don't want to do that. And have Melo guard whatever threes. Most threes in the league are not that big. Right. I mean, LeBron and KD for the most, you know, but. Yeah. And see how that works. You do, you do have D'Angelo, but I feel like this is a throwaway season for the Warriors. Not, yeah. not throwaway meaning they're not gonna win, but they're trying to. It's a whole new system. It's new everything. New everything. New yeah. jerseys. New arena. Yeah. New faces. I like that mellow. And then this is also another one. It sounds like we our parents, Popovich. Oh no, I take that back. I mean, because DeRozan and yeah. And, and too, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess they I have, they have chemistry from the Olympic team. And it was you thought that Olympic mellow was was yeah. amazing too. He was right under KD scoring. If he goes back and looks at how he played with all those other guys when he wasn't the main focal point, he could 
even in All Star Game. I, and I don't even know if the Stephen A. Smith interview helped or hurt him. I mean, yeah, it was cool to hear from him and hear his perspective, but I mean, I think people still think of him as just a scorer and only thinks about Carmelo Anthony. I first. do, I do. I think I. Do. But that's when how I, his whole career has been. I look at Melo, but. Carmelo's not the first guy that's just been instant scorer because no, no. T Mac scored yeah. like this a list of I mean a list of guys. That's why when you asked me the first question, you started this this segment. I think it's more the ba- it's more than basketball. It has to be. It's more than basketball. Now I got another question for you. Say he doesn't get signed this season. We roll in the summer next season. Do you think he plays in the big three? He I would if I was Carmelo. And you know what I would do? I would use that as fuel, like some of those guys in the big three that was like, oh, y'all did me dirty, and ball out. That The big three is Carmelo's style of game. You see what mm-hmm. Joe Johnson did? Yeah, yeah. You put Carmelo in the big three, nobody can stop him. Right. And it's like ISO basketball damn near. I would. Yeah. This is what I would do. Carmelo, if you're listening, hopefully you are, play a few games in the Drew League. Yeah. I would play in the big three. I would play as much as I can just to get people I, like hooping again, not just with Chris training. Yeah. I'm hooping. But show us that you play in an actual regulation game. Yeah, and I know he has his wife and his family. So yeah. he, but Lala's working and she's doing her thing. And I know his son is a little bit older in school. He, they don't have to relocate. Yeah. But Melo during the summer say this is the plan. I'm hooping and just showcase your talent again because you'll be 36 by then. Mm-hmm. That'll. Be, that'll kind of be it for you if somebody was assigning you for the 2020 2021 yeah. season. Yeah. But I, I I think everybody's like, well, tell LeBron and Chris Paul and all these people, they can only do so much. It got to be bigger than basketball because if it wasn't, LeBron would have plugged him a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, with the Lakers. Like, that would that was like a no brainer. LeBron would have plugged him when LeBron was still in Cleveland. I, f- I felt like it was, it's a, it was a no brainer that he was going to get picked up by the Lakers, but. Like you said, it's it, it's something. It's something. And it sucks because he was a hell of a basketball player. He was. When he was in the league. Yeah. He was actually hyped right after LeBron, if not. Same time. If not damn near the same when LeBron came in the league. They yeah. didn't nobody was talking about D Wade. Nah, nobody it was, the was same. nobody was talking about Chris Bosch. It was LeBron and Carmelo. And just imagine if Carmelo would have went two instead of three. Would have mm. went to the Pistons instead of your boy, the UFC fighter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's Darko. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But everything works out. The way it's supposed to. I think Melo should be in the NBA easy. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't get picked up this season, what Joe Johnson did in the big three, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think he should do it for sure, especially if he doesn't get picked up this year. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't showcase that he's able to run up and down the court, but it'll showcase his skill set. Question, and then we can end it on this. Do you go overseas? Is that an option? Do you start making calls? Where Lance is, that's one thing, but do you let me call Israel, let me call Brazil, let me call Puerto Rico just to go out there let me call Australia. Well, Australia is obviously where Lamelo is. Yeah. But do you do you maybe pick the phone up and say, "Let me, hey, can I do six months or can I do a year?" You don't need the money, right? But you just mentioned if he goes and he's playing in Argentina or he's playing somewhere balling, it's gonna come back to the of states. Of course, of course. I I think for me personally, yes, that would be an option. Mm-hmm. But I think Carmelo would not do it because of his legacy he's worried about. And that's the problem. Exactly. I think that has a lot to do yeah. with the reason why he's not playing now. I would. I think he may not even do the big three because of that. He I agree. He's way up here. And that's when right now you're just trying to get back in. You got to do whatever you got to do, man. And I agree. Like, you should go play wherever. Like, start putting those feelers out, just letting people know, like, I just want to hoop. And I think that would be more respected amongst the the GMs than easy him playing pickup ball in New York. 
And the thing you mentioned, the legacy, his legacy, it wouldn't it be dope that this dude was out of the league two years, comes back from wherever, if he went overseas yeah. or got picked up by a team and ended up winning a championship on a team, helped the team, came down to a game seven or a game six, and Melo got the ball, hit a 15-footer. Like, everything comes full circle. Yeah, Nobody will remember the gaps in between. Nobody – they don't remember how you start. It's how you finish. Exactly. And how he finishing right now is not – It it's – it would be a shame for him to go out the way he's going out right now. It's all bad. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see, guys. We'll definitely see. I mean, I hope he gets picked up, but I mean, it's not looking too likely. But uh, yeah, we just wanted to give you guys like a you know what's going on around the league before the season starts on October twenty second. Mm-hmm. I can't wait before I let before we get out of here. I'm going to have to steal your segment. I know you got your theme music and everything. What is happening here? I just, it just, I'm borrowing the segment. One, Then I borrow it? So you're the fun fact king. Can I borrow it? Thank All right. You. I'll let you go this this week. Thank you, man. <laughs> I get, and then I, I'm going to give you the segment back with the gift card. So today's fun fact is actually about Taco Fall. Okay. Taco Fall is the 26th tallest person alive. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That's. Mind you, there's 7 trillion people in the that, world. That's what I'm saying. He's number 26. I wonder what I am on there. You know, this is not a question <laughs> for me. I'm not someone that has those facts. You Maybe you can ask, uh, what is it, Ripley's Believe It or Not? Right. Don't they got all the stats. Damn. Number 26 on there. Thought that was a cool little fun fact. But the crazy thing is, he's 26. You asking who's 25? There's 25 more people that are taller than him. And we should have done more research because I'm like, how many of them are hooping? Probably none of them. And I'm not trying to sound Here we go. racist or anything, but they're probably all African Bring or them. Romanian or something. Here come the bus. I'm not bashing anybody. I'm just saying most of the tall people in the world are from Africa or like Romania or something crazy like that. they probably over there hooping. What was the movie? The air up there? Kevin Bacon, right? With the, <laughs> you said I'm just saying they over there. Yeah. They might have that little league going over it's there. Probably a couple eight foot four people or something. Eight That's crazy. Yeah. Number twenty six, man. And another, and this will trickle into the fun fact. LeBron put in for Taco Tuesday that the, the actual he wanted the name. They said no, we you can't patent Taco Tuesday. I don't know in his mind. I don't know why he thought he could do that. LeBron can buy a lot of stuff. They've been doing Taco Tuesday for 40 years. Maybe they didn't do Taco Tuesday in Cleveland. I mean, I'm not even going to go there, but we all know that they're not having authentic tacos in Cleveland. What did they have? They had authentic tacos in Miami. Well, that's close. That's what I'm saying. So he did. He couldn't have thought that he'd come out here, oh, damn, y'all do Taco Tuesday? We've been doing it forever, LeBron. I don't know, man. That's just something to trickle through. Hey, he tried. He tried. He, hey, you can't fault the man That's for a trying. good fun fact with Taco Falls. That's crazy, Fun though. fact. That's all I got, man. I'm number 26 in the world, my friend. 26. The tallest, the number 26 in the world. Holy moly. Holy moly donut shop. Um... Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's around the league. We try to give you keep you updated before the season starts. Just going back to your fun fact, I just looked it up. Somebody just back in the day, the tallest man ever was eight eleven. Eight eleven didn't hoop one. <laughs> he probably was like a a carpenter or something. He probably was. I think he used to write Bibles. <sighs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening always. Just check us out at hardwoodbrand.com. I'm not messing with this guy (laughs) at all. You already know the social media outlets, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. We're on all platforms. Hit us up. Get ready for this season. October 22nd, right, my friend? October 22nd. I'm signing off. He's too much. Old Man Ross, I'm back. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the, what is it? Old Man Ross uh, sweatsuits and New Balances. I'm yep, back. you back. Because the people wanted me to come back to New Balance. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they voted online. Hey, it's your boy D Hill, the gift card bandit with no gift cards. The, I'm giving you the gift card when we finish the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll be back again, ladies, with another episode with Kyle 
Hey man, I got the gift card over there for you. He's not lying. This is my friend, by the way. Uh, spread love and not hate. Get in the gym, shoot some jumpers, at least about eight. Peace. Peace, man. Hey, Carmelo, go overseas, bro. You better do something. The VBL, they looking for you. <laughs> <laughs>